Welcome back to The Outright Effect, a podcast in which unique perspectives challenge us to be better versions of ourselves. We're two ambitious women who talk about how we like to stretch our creativity and work on self-growth to become better people. I'm Tempsey. And I'm Shelly. And today we are talking about our one-year podcast anniversary. So in this episode, we're going to be reflecting on our podcast journey from I guess, planning to launching our podcast all the way up until now. So um, we actually launched this podcast last year in 2019. Um, I believe it was September 1st that our first episode went live. So we wanted to reflect on that today, talk about how that went, what we've learned, um, and all that kind of stuff. So generally speaking, you know, me, me speaking for myself, I think it opened up a lot more dialogue between Tempsey and I as friends um, because I mean, what is podcast, right? Podcast is a lot of talking and we had to discuss uh, all the different types of content and topics that we wanted to talk about. Um, I, I also really feel like this was a great creative outlet for myself. There is so much more to podcasting that I think we initially thought going into it. I think, you know, things came up along the way, um, troubleshooting or like finding out something maybe wasn't working how we wanted it to, or we wanted something to be better. Um, but also, you know, considering the whole like promotion side and different avenues or systems to use and that kind of stuff. I mean, it was a whole new type of learning experience. Yeah, definitely. I also feel like for me anyway, I was able to do some deeper thinking, you know, thinking about and kind of navigating the types of things we wanted to talk about. Um, this gave me that opportunity to kind of force myself to sit down and do a little bit of soul searching, remembering back to like old times when we were talking about like our hair history and our skin and like all different subjects. Um, I really think that it kind of brought back a lot of good memories for me. And it's just not something you often think about in your day to day. Um, I also think it helped put me outside of my comfort zone. You, I, I always, I listen to a lot of podcasts. So I always think like, these folks are so amazing. There's, I never thought there's no way I could ever do this, but I, it just never crossed my mind to even start a podcast until, you know, you and I had talked about it. And so putting yourself outside of your comfort zone, being a little bit vulnerable and talking about things you don't often talk about. Um, and I think that for those folks out there, whoever thought of doing a podcast, like if we can do it, you can do it. So that's kind of what I thought when I started hearing other folks kind of putting themselves out there. And I was like, well, I guess if they can do it, we can do it. And so I thought, I think there's a lot of value in that and, and just putting ourselves out there. And we've, I mean, I me personally, I've received a lot of great feedback where folks are like, wow, it's so awesome that you're doing this because it's, it's definitely closer to home when they see somebody close to them, which is me doing something like this, they could just as easily do it. And so I think it's a, it's a cool learning experience. I also thought, you know, it was challenging in a very unique way for me anyway. Um, I'm not generally active on social media. And so this challenged me to, to get a little bit more active on social media and be a little bit more consistent. Um, still working on the consistency, but I, I see the value in it. Um, so that's been great. And uh, being creative on how we build and grow and kind of course correct when we find that you know, things are or aren't working and how, how we can improve. I think those are really great ways that, you know, we've been able to pivot and kind of grow within this podcast. 
Yeah, I think those are all like super great points. And definitely um, for me, it got the wheels turning on um, how to maybe be a little bit more, I don't want to say entrepreneurial, but sort of down that route, like, you know, have your own free will to do something the way that you want it to. And to actually like see results coming back, you know, I mean, it was really cool, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So as far as, you know, what we learned or what I learned anyway, I think um, audio editing, something that I was particularly new to, um, as some of you may know, if you've listened to previous episodes, I do have a YouTube channel. So I'm used to video editing and I did find that it was a little bit more challenging to edit only audio. Um, I don't know. I don't know why, but I think, you know, the visual cues of editing video helped me in that kind of sense, but also like using microphones, figuring out like what settings work the best. Um, and how to get like all of the audio stuff set up and working properly. There was definitely a lot of like troubleshooting and sort of tweaking things. Um, And if any of you out there are considering starting a podcast, um, I I really want to just mention that um, frequent communication is really important to help the wheels continue to turn when you're working on future episodes. So, you know, Tempsey and I meet regularly at least once or twice a week, just depending on our schedules, just to talk about, you know, what's going on. Are there any topics that, um, you know, things that have happened to us recently that we want to then convert into an episode. Um, but also, um, that, that's when we get like some of the planning stuff done and figuring out, you know, what's going on, what can we change? Um, what have we identified or just kind of like picked up the, pick up on like as we're going along and um, you know you know one thing I'll say and I think a lot of you guys out there know is that you know since the pandemic started we have been recording everything remotely so Tempsey and I have not done any in-person recording since maybe the beginning of February or something like that Uh and episodes for podcasts are much easier done in person. I think anyway, I think, you know, back then we had an easier time getting more things done and recording episodes. Um, I think the sound quality at that time was better as well, but I think this was a good opportunity for us to kind of flex that muscle of rolling with the punches. Like, I think we, we both are people who can do that, but this was just like one, still a new thing to us, right? Like we're not pros at it just yet. Um, but two, you know, now knowing that our main source of how we used to do this is no longer available to us, right? And having to convert um, into completely remote. I think that was like an interesting thing to go through, but probably surprisingly easy. I think, I I think it turned out easier than we thought it was going to be. So that's good. I -hmm. definitely thought it was going to be some huge undertaking to record remotely. And then once I learned how people did it, I was like, what? That's it? Mm -hmm. You know, you just jump on a Zoom call and record it. And don't get me wrong, there was challenges and and sometimes there still are. Um, But we found ways to make it work a little bit better over time. And so I think that was a huge learning opportunity. And I, I think that sometimes that gets in my way personally is if something, something that I've never done before, it might seem like this huge task. Once I finally looked into it and realized it was something I do pretty regularly, it was, it was kind of funny. Like, why do we put these kind of big barriers in our way as humans when we could just try, see what's up? And if it is a big task, then at least you know now but then you learn something new, right? So that was definitely an interesting one. For me, what I learned is how important promoting and um, 
how you navigate social media is something that, you know, how you navigate social media for something like this. Because if it's just your personal page, you can put whatever you want, right? But when you're doing, when you're promoting for something like a podcast, it, it, it has to be more focused and it has to be aimed in the right way to, to kind of work for your audience. And so that was a very interesting learning for me. And thankfully, Shelly had already done a lot of that work with, you know, Simple Casual Sheets. So she was able to kind of guide me in that way. And I learned a lot from that. And I think that's invaluable in this day and age of social media. You have to know, even if you had a business that's not doesn't have anything to do with social media, you kind of have to use social media to be and stay relevant. So that was an interesting learning for me. And then I think networking and partnerships is another thing that has now become more and more apparent as really super valuable. And I just, I knew it was important before, but as I continue to grow and get older, it's, it's becoming more and more important. I think it's sort of like, you know, from the networking piece, like when you're younger, it's funny because I was talking to somebody about this, but when you're younger and you're thinking about networking, basically in your mind, you're just thinking like, I need to make a contact and that's it kind of stops there. Like, I just need to meet people. I just need to know more people. But now, you know, when we think about networking, it's like, who am I trying to get to know so that I can work with them on something or something like that. Like how can we mutually help each other? And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Whereas, you know, I think at some point before we might've had a different feeling or perspective on that kind of like connection. Right. Whereas now, you know, as we are trying to like grow and promote ourselves, other people are trying to do that for themselves as well. So, you know, two people, or in this case, three or four people, right. Depending on who Tempsey and I are talking to, right. Um, or even more, Mm -hmm. I think that is a new perspective on networking and how important it is and how, um, each of these different parties can impact each other's network and help each other. Right. So I think that's a new perspective um, for me anyway, on networking. And honestly, networking, I, I just don't love that word because it feels more of it like a task to me. Whereas mm-hmm. in reality, it's just building a relationship and keeping different levels of relationships, you know, just getting to know someone. And as humans, I think that, we need to connect with people. I mean, it's been proven. <laughs> we need to connect with people. And so, you know, I, I don't really think of networking anymore as what I thought of it in the past. It's more of just saying hi to somebody. I just want to get to know somebody. Exactly. So it's not as much of a daunting task to me as it used to be. Um, and I hope that helps somebody else out there because it doesn't have to be this burden. It can just be saying hi to somebody and, and getting to know them. That's it. So what would you say are some of the things that we improved on along the way that, you know, we're okay with sharing with everybody else here? Um, I think definitely the way that we collaborate with one another and collaborate with others. Um, We've kind of gone outside of just you and I and started working with folks to um, not only have them on as, as, you know, interviewees, but also to collaborate with them and, and get to know them and continue networking, I guess. And also like methods of promotion. I, again, I had to learn different ways of promoting the podcast. And that was definitely a learning experience for me. And I had to kind of change how I was doing that um, with Shelly's guidance, of course. So that was, that was another, <laughs> that was a course correct, I think. 
Yeah. So, um, something, something that I think is interesting around like promotion, because it's been something that, um, I think Tempsey and I've been talking about a lot with our podcast. I feel like, you know, as much as we can, we try to promote the podcast regularly, but at the same time too, we could probably, you know, take more care with that, um, and be a little bit more constant. And it's funny because I was talking with somebody else who also has a business and, they were saying, you know, social media promotion does take time, but they made a comment to someone that they know that follows them. And that person had said, but I like seeing what you're doing. You know, like, I like to know like what's going on with you. And that helps me feel more connected. So really that's like, you know, another way to look at like posting on social media and feeling like you're promoting that, you know, people who are following you, like there's, there's a lot of them who are just generally in, like, like they're just interested. They're genuinely interested in like, what are you doing? And I want to know more on your thoughts about X, Y, and Z or whatever, you know, and um, it's the I relatability, think, you know, right? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. How can they relate to you? But also how is their life different from yours? Mm-hmm. And that's the right. whole point, like different perspectives, supporting one another, and everybody learning from everybody. And so mm-hmm. I learned a lot from social media, you know, people, the way people are using it now more and more and using their stories. Like it, I learned a lot. One girl that I follow just cooked an ostrich egg the other day. And I'm like, that's amazing. <laughs> it's so crazy. <laughs> just a huge ostrich egg and she cooked it. And I was like, wow, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> that's Maybe. cool. Is there anything in particular, Tempsey, that you can think of that, you know, we could do differently or, you know, with the podcast or anything about it? I think we're kind of rolling with the punches. You know, I think what we've been noticing is a lot of folks saying, not directly to us, but a lot of folks who are in marketing, you got to find your niche, you got to find what your your audience is looking for. And I think there's just going to be organic growth and adjustments over time to where we kind of figure out you know, where we're aiming this podcast. The goal of this podcast is just for Shelly and I to give our perspectives, but hopefully get perspectives back from others. And it wasn't, you know, we never developed it to earn money or anything like that. It was just supposed to be a fun thing to do. And so where we kind of aim that discussion around is where I think we'll probably organically grow over time. You just never know what that's going to turn into. Yeah. And I I think, you know, over time, just because of things that maybe pop up on our screens as we're looking around at stuff, you know, we have been considering some form of like promotion or monetizing the podcast. Um, I think, you know, maybe, maybe one of these days we'll get there, but um, not something that we're currently doing. Basically the metrics are something we'd have to work on, you know, to get something like that started, but um, definitely something that's right. Yeah. But I think it's, you know, interesting and intriguing to know how, uh, how all of those things work. Um, just like what's behind it and how does this even like, you know, if somebody were interested in doing this, how would they even do it? Like, what do they need to do? So um, I think that was an interesting thing to like learn about and kind of like eye opening. So, oh, oh, so that's what people are doing right? like from that perspective. Yeah, exactly. What about equipment, Shelly? Um, I guess generally speaking, I mean obviously we use a laptop or, you know, computer in general. Um, so far, I believe we've only used editing software that already come 
with the computer that we were using. So, you know, nothing fancy here. I personally have a MacBook and that's what we had recorded a lot of the initial episodes on. And I edited those episodes with GarageBand, which is just on, you know, Apple computers anyway. Both of us have Blue Yeti microphones. And because of the pandemic, we've recently transitioned into using Zoom for conference calls where we can record and then edit and post. Um, So, I mean, I think, you know, it's relatively easy if somebody out there wanted to get started with a podcast, like you may already have most of these things already, right? Or, you know, maybe you might just need to get a microphone or just use the microphone on your computer. I mean, it's totally up to you at the end of the day. Um, I, I would say that, you know, recording in person on a laptop definitely helped the sound quality. And that's something that I'm kind of just curious about, like how, because I have been watching on YouTube and listening to podcasts that are being recorded remotely, but they sound really good. And so, you know, just for my own personal curiosity, I'm like, what are these people doing um, to make it sound that good? But anyways. Yeah, we started using Zoom um, when we transitioned to remote recording. And we noticed that when we kind of like talked over each other or we're talking at the same time or laughing, (laughs) you know, when somebody was talking, it kind of delayed and and the sound quality just got really bad. And then once we started plugging in our Blue Yeti microphones, it got better as long as our Wi-Fi was strong. And so then the Wi-Fi comes into play. And so I think there's going to be challenges, but as we continue to grow and learn about things that other folks are using and not just, you know, stick with what we have already and, and, you know, grow in that way, I think we're going to be able to get to that point where, the sound quality might get better because right now everybody's doing everything remote. And so I feel like the video conferencing platforms out there are getting a lot better when it comes to video and sound quality. And so I think hopefully over time, this type of thing will get better. better. Yeah. And I think people, companies just have to do that, right? Because if your system is not working as well, people are just going to move off of it and go to, you know, something else that works better. Um, so yeah, I think that hopefully it will get better for us as well. Um, fingers crossed. Cause I mean, everybody's using this kind of stuff, at least for the last few months. Yeah. For me, I was using an HP laptop when we were recording. Um, and I was using audacity to edit. And, um, so that's what I'm using now. And I feel really good about being able to edit a lot quicker now and do some fun things. And I've been able to do a little bit of research and, and kind of change, amplify and do all these different cool things that I'm, I feel like these are going to be good skills to have is always collecting new skills is fun. So Mm -hmm. I felt like, you know, learning how to edit and everything like that and using this equipment and understanding the different features of it has been a great experience and I would not trade that for the world. It's been really cool. What about some tips and tricks? Do we have any tips and tricks for everybody, Shelly? I don't know. I don't know what to say about this one because I think a lot of the stuff that we're using is pretty straightforward anyway, as far as like equipment, software. I mean, a lot of the stuff that we use just depending on if you have like a Mac or a PC, um, some of these, like all the things that like the software, all of that stuff's free that we're using. Um, so I can't help you save any money there, but, um, I think, you know, something to mention is if this is something that you're interested in doing, maybe like, 
you know, be patient with yourself, know that it does take time, right? Takes time to plan, takes time to talk about whatever you're talking about on your podcast and edit and post it. Um, I think something that's been really helpful for us is um, figuring out a way to have shared documents that we can look at to plan things out and know maybe like, I don't want to call it a deadline, but you know, have a plan for when certain episodes may be released and um, keeping ourselves on track that way. Um, I, I think that those are good to have because I don't do that for my YouTube channel as much, but also it's just me. <laughs> so if I want to take a long time, I can take a long time on something. Um, but yeah, you know, I think definitely if you're working as more of like a, in a team scenario, um, having something that the both of you can look at to figure out what is upcoming, you know, and be flexible if it's not working out. Um, be flexible and say like, hey, you know, maybe we should push this episode out to another week because I think this other one is more appropriate now. I mean, be open to that. I think that's totally okay. Yeah. What about you, Tamsi? Any tips and tricks that you have to share? Um, I think those are great tips. I, I can co-sign on those for sure. Um, I also would say you don't have to wait until it's perfect. So if you want to start something, um, whether it be a podcast or anything else, I, I've been hearing this a lot and I, I agree 100% and I think you and I both took this into consideration. We had a deadline because we knew that if we didn't have a deadline for ourselves, we might not actually, you know, get it done and we were like okay well it's not perfect but let's get there let's just put it out there see what happens and and sure enough we did and now look we're a year later and we hit our one-year anniversary so you know we know there are people out there who are probably thinking like this would be cool to do if you have questions we're happy to answer them just send them on over we're happy to answer any questions I've had people reach out to me and say hey I saw you started a podcast, like, what do you use? And I'm happy to share that information because it's, it's not hard to do. It's the hardest part is like thinking of a name and thinking of, um, you know, what your topics are going to be and providing content. And so as long as you have some valuable content to put out there and you have a goal, don't wait till it's absolutely perfect. We actually had to re-record our first episode because the sound quality wasn't good. Mm -hmm. And so we did it and we still got it out on time. So, and the on time was for us. So we just, we just held ourselves to that. And so I think that's a good point to make is like, just, just go for it. All you can do is get better. If it sucks the first time you can look back and say like, wow, look how far I've come. Yep. Mm -hmm. But congratulations, Shelly. You're an amazing podcast partner. Oh my gosh. Thank you. You too. Thank you so much for this <laughs> awesome opportunity. I'm so excited. It's, it's been a year. It's been an awesome journey. I have learned so much from this experience and I would not trade it for the world. I love doing it. Yeah. I think it's so funny because I mean, really what it started with is us going out to workshop seminars for work and being like, hmm, this is interesting. And like having a lot of discussion around it and then being like, hey, these discussions are kind of, you know, I mean, fulfilling, I guess, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. they're valuable. Um, I think, you know, we at the time felt that we were having good conversation around it and we thought it would be good stuff to just share with everybody else. So, I mean, it can really start with, you know, a simple idea just like that. You know, it wasn't anything crazy or complex or, you know, anything. We're just kind of like, oh, we're talking about some interesting stuff. We should record it and post it online for other people to listen to. I mean, that's really what happened. So, exactly. Yeah. Well, 
cheers to a year and 75 Yay. more. How about that, oh Shelly? Are we going to be years. alive that? Are we going to be alive that much longer? <laughs> we're we're going to be, what do they call the folks? Centenarians. Who centenarians. Yes, we'll be centenarians. Too funny. But, yes. Well, thanks, Shelly. Congratulations. Yes, thank you. And congratulations to you, too. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of The Outright Effect. You can find us at theoutrighteffect.com. Follow us on our social media accounts on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, all at The Outright Effect. You can also reach out by emailing us, theoutrighteffect at gmail.com. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye.